the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Even before your alarm clock goes off, he's already at the ground, running, ready to tell you what's going on in the world you're waking up to. He's Hugh Hewitt, weekday mornings from 6 to 9 on your station for news, opinion, and passion. 98.9 FM, The Answer. 98.9 FM, The Answer. So I was browsing around on YouTube the other day because I wanted to get the full grandpa sitting by the fire effect of Joe Biden's speech from the trolley museum in Delaware. Not a joke. That's my Joe Biden impression. Sorry. And I happened upon some delightful, delightful video clips of Louisiana Senator John Kennedy. Now, I don't know much about John Kennedy, but man, he looks like he'd be a fun guy to have dinner with. Because if you want to chuckle and you are a conservative, just go on YouTube and watch, and I think it'll be impossible for you to stop watching, videos of John Kennedy. Whether it's a hearing where he's questioning a judicial appointee, whether it's a TV interview or whatever, he is amazing. So here is John Kennedy in a recent television interview from this week. I call this two minutes of solid gold truth about the Biden administration. If you have a pulse and a marginal desire for a better life, you know that President Biden is in trouble and therefore America is in trouble. Measured any way you want. The debacle in Afghanistan, which has emboldened Russia and China and Iran, uh, the unbridled inflation, gas prices, open borders, crime, a Justice Department that thinks parents are dangerous domestic terrorists, a Treasury Department that wants access to the checking account of every American who has a job. No no wonder the American people are so angry. There, it's no wonder that so many Americans um, think that this administration doesn't care about them or their lives or their future. Now, I say this with respect, with all the respect I can muster, but my advice to the president is this. Mr. President, you've just got to try harder not to suck. And the best way to do that, in my opinion, is stop worrying so much about the wokers. You're never going to make them happy. They hyperventilate on their yoga mats at the slightest provocation. You're never going to make them happy. Stop worrying about the wokers and start worrying about 
America's workers. And I'm talking about the people who get up every day and go to work and obey the law and pay their taxes and try to do the right thing by their kids. Uh, they made America great. Ordinary people doing extraordinary things. And we're not going to get this country back on track. And the president's not going to be more popular with the American people until he stops worrying about wokers and starts worrying about workers. And that's to me, is what it's all about. I can't argue with a word of that. I find him to be brilliant. Uh, he's like a modern-day Will Rogers. He states truth boldly, unequivocally, and yes, humorously. He said the other day something about uh, Americans' earning power is going down faster than a fat man on a seesaw. Politically incorrect, yes. Searingly on target, also yes. And he's right. The Biden administration wants to tell you, and does tell you, that they care so much about you. And that they have to have child tax credits and free universal health care and free child care and free this and free that. That's not how America got to be America, and it's not how America will stay America. It is a recipe for disaster because when you just hand people things, they don't appreciate them and they don't value them. I had a friend who had a phenomenal business. It wasn't really a business. It was more of a charity. He offered free counseling to people for uh, grief experiences, shepherding them through grief. And a lot of people, you know, in the someone in the inner city where the murders happen, they don't have money to go to a psychologist and work through their grief. So he set up a foundation to offer free counseling to people. Great, right? Awesome. Fantastic. It'd be the kind of thing the Biden administration would absolutely love. But he found out that unless he charged a nominal fee for the appointment, an overwhelming majority of the time people would make an appointment and not keep the appointment. Why did they not keep the appointment? Not because the service wasn't worthwhile, not because the expertise of the counselor was not effective, because if the service was free, it therefore subliminally held no value. The person viewed it as, ah, it's, it's inconvenient. I, I made the appointment, but I don't have time to go. I don't want to reorder my schedule to go. And a big part of why we write off stuff like that and decide, yeah, I made an appointment, I'm not going to show up, is because you don't have any investment in it. It's not going to cost you $25, $50. It's not going to cost you anything. If it's given to you, it's great in the beginning. Wow, fantastic. But after a while, it ceases to have the kind of transformative impact in your life that it was intended to have. Look, I will acknowledge that, sure, somebody who's spending six, ten, twenty thousand dollars a year on childcare. Be great to have that lifted. Okay? 
what does that do to our economy? What does that do to our debt? What does it reverberate in terms of inflation, in terms of entitlement programs, in terms of other things we can't do, like bolster our defenses, perhaps, now that China can fly a zigzaggy missile all around the world and drop a nuclear warhead out of it, and we can't track it. Like, life is an array of choices, and dollars spent here can't be spent there. And maybe there isn't as touchy-feely, compassionate, but maybe there is where it needs to be so we can have a life here like we had before. So I just think the Biden administration, again, I can't sort out whether they're doing this nefariously or whether they're doing it through incompetence. I don't really, I mean, I do care, but the result is the same. And he's going to find out in the midterms, these supply chain issues, all the experts say are going to go for another year. Inflation's not going anywhere. They keep telling us transitory, transitory. No, it's not. No, it's not. If it is, which it's not, but if it is, and you're going to spend a couple trillion more, well, it's sure not going to be transitory. I can't believe they're that stupid not to know that. But here's what I do know. There's no ability from the American people to focus clearly on what this expenditure is. What is it? What's well, infrastructure? Really? Is it infrastructure? Like, how is childcare infrastructure? Well, it's human infrastructure. See, people can sort of grasp policy if it's clearly stated, like, say, Obamacare. Okay, well, it's healthcare. Okay, I get it. It's tax cuts. It's build a wall. It's, you know, America first. Those are things people can grasp onto and they can sort of adopt a passion for and they can understand. But when you say it's universal pre-K and it's child care and it's free college and it's bridges and it's roads and it's green jobs and it's solar and it's this and it's that. It's like, uh, huh? So he can't get the American people excited about it because they can't get their eyes off gas prices. They can't get their eyes off food prices. They can't get their eyes off the border. They can't get their eyes off inner city violence. They can't get their eyes off our compromised position with our allies worldwide. They can't get their eyes off the humiliation in Afghanistan. And he's trying to get you to look at something over here and care about something that you don't care about because it doesn't touch your life the way all these other things touch your life. And he thinks it's going to make him friends, and it's not going to make him any friends, which I don't regret that. I'm heartened to know that according to a morning consult Politico poll, 62% of Americans (laughs) blame Democratic policies for the issues now with inflation, 62%. And so Karina, whatever her name is, the, you know, vice liar in the uh, president's press office, Karine Jean-Pierre, when Jen Psaki needs a day off to recycle her bag of lies, Karine Jean-Pierre can get up there and say that supply chain issues are happening because we're in the midst of a historic economic recovery. Yeah, people don't feel that, Karine. And people blame your party because who else would they blame? You got the presidency, you got the Senate, you got the House. You got it all. And in less than a year, in less than a year, 
you've managed to make everything people care about worse. Everything people care about worse. As John Kennedy says, you have to try harder not to suck. Please, please, Joe Biden, start trying harder not to suck. Really hope you'll get tickets to the American Leadership Forum, a night with the Republican Senate candidates. Sunday, Genoa in Westerville, Center for Christian Virtue and 989 The Answer will be sponsoring. And we will have Bernie Marino, Josh Mandel, Jane Timken, Mike Gibbons, Matt Dolan, and J.D. Vance. We joked earlier, Aaron, that uh, Alan Rogers, if they ever violate the 92nd allowance of time or whatever the allowance of time is from Hugh Hewitt that Allen will come on stage and tackle them as he used to do back in his star-studded athletic days at Cardington High School. Okay. And he reports during the break that he's confident he could handle all the candidates except former Marine Josh Mandel. Wow, that's a whole nother (laughs) event that we could ticket. (laughs) Yes, it will. Uh, So uh, we're looking forward to that. And uh, Alan's a good good, uh, sport to let us make sport of him. Wonderful man. And um, you're going to meet a lot of great people there that night who are uh, patriots, who care about the things that you care about, and who see the double standard in nonsense like this. Uh, Joe Biden talks about unions, right? Talks about green jobs. Got those emission standards. We got to get under control with our vehicles and fossil fuels are bad, nasty gas prices going up. Nothing I can do. Maybe Saudi Arabia can fix that for you. So you would think Joe Biden would be all about mm, electric vehicles, right? Electric vehicles. Good. No fossil fuels. Mm, Not so much. Uh, Did you notice that when Elon Musk and SpaceX sent uh, four civilian astronauts on a three-day trip into space that raised $200, $200 million for the funding at St. Jude's Research Hospital. Did you notice that Joe Biden never mentioned that? Interesting, interesting, interesting. So somebody asked Elon Musk on Twitter, why do you think that happened? And Elon Musk said, he's still sleeping. Hmm. Now, why would Elon Musk be salty toward the Biden administration? Well, because a while ago when Biden had executives from GM, Ford, and other Detroit car manufacturers at the White House to announce a reversal of Donald Trump's, quote, short-sighted rollback of vehicle emissions and efficiency standards, Tesla was not invited. Now, you would think Tesla would be right there on the top of the pile when it comes to eliciting goodwill from the greenies who want no fossil fuels to be used, no emissions to be used, no pollutants put into the air. Why would Tesla not have been invited when GM, Ford, and others were invited? Well, because Tesla is not unionized. And of course, it not only matters to the Democrats uh, what you believe, it belo- it matters to the Democrats, and what you do doesn't matter either. 
it matters whether you are advancing their agendas. And if you don't have union labor, which you know allows you to keep the cost of your cars more affordable than they would otherwise be with union labor, then you're of no use to the Biden administration. Elon Musk said, Apparently, good-paying American jobs making 100% electric vehicles isn't enough to be shown as an example of how other manufacturers should behave. Yes, it is not. Now, we do not have any news as to whether the Biden administration is engaged at all on attempts to rescue these 16 American missionaries who have been kidnapped in Haiti. The high, the uh, kidnappers are demanding a ransom of $1 million per hostage. I heard the other day the, the child that was abducted is two months old. Two months old. Uh, here's the leader of uh, the group, 400 Mawazo, Wilson Joseph, said in a video, I prefer that thunder burns me if I don't get what I need. You see those Americans, I will prefer to kill them, and I will unload a big weapon to each one of their heads. Uh, He did so in the presence of two of the people that he had kidnapped. So uh, I know that uh, the State Department is brought in on negotiations such as this. I find it hard to believe that if the powers of the American military were visited upon the island of Haiti, that we could not find those people and bring to justice the people who have kidnapped them. But, of course, you would have to care about them. And getting the Biden administration to care about Christians? Mm, Good luck. Good luck with that. Now, I've talked in this show and in other shows about Loudoun County, Virginia, and the public schools, and the father whose daughter was raped by a biological boy wearing a skirt pretending to be a girl, and the Loudoun County superintendent who said at a school board meeting a month later when they were adding pro-transgender accommodations to their bathrooms, and the father of the daughter who was raped said, what are you doing? Like, this happened to my daughter a month ago. And the superintendent said, oh, we have no knowledge of any transgender predators. Ah, well, hmm. The problem with being a school board super, uh, school superintendent is that your emails are part of the public record. WTOP Television in Virginia submitted a Freedom of Information Act request and has reported now that the school superintendent, Scott Ziegler, the day of the sexual assault, sent an email to other school board members that said this. The purpose of this email is to provide you with information regarding an incident that occurred at Stonebridge High School. This afternoon, a female student said that a male student sexually assaulted her in the restroom. Secondary to the assault investigation, the female student's parent responded to the school and caused a disruption. By using threatening and profane language. How dare he? His daughter was raped. How dare he get upset? So they called cops on him. So this superintendent lied at the school board meeting a month later when he said they had no reports of any sexual assaults at the school. That is why they put the kid who did it on house arrest. And then after 30 days on house arrest, they let him go to another school in the Loudoun County system. Where guess what he did? 
He assaulted another girl, took her prisoner in a classroom. These are the school boards that they don't want you to go and address as a parent. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.